0: Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. It's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherry. Hello, welcome to another episode of sherry I'm Sherry Todd. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. We had a good one. I hope you did, too. And this is what I'm going to talk about right now. So I want to talk about Survivor. I've been a huge fan of Survivor for, I don't know, since it started, which was like in 2000. So every season, I watch Survivor. I love it. It's it's a, um, I love the competition. I love the gameplay. It, it's just a great show. Uh, recently, they aired an episode. It was, I, I think I it want it's episode seven or eight of the season. I'm not sure which episode. It was a two-hour episode. And it was different. It was, when it was done, I felt a little, uh, I don't know, a little upset over it. Um, it had to do with a woman. Uh, her name is Kelly, who was upset about how this man named Dan. He he's 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 like a Hollywood talent agent. He, I, I'm saying he's in his forties. It was even in earlier episodes you could see him acting kind of inappropriate with some of the women. And I remember thinking, "Wow, what, this guy's a little handsy here." It's a reality show. It's all about the editing, so you know you don't really think too much about it. Well, Kelly was upset about how Dan was being kind of handsy with her, and she was a little upset about it. So anyway, the tribes merged, and Kim bonded with two women who previously had been her competitor because they were on the opposite t- tribe, and they told her about how Dan was making um, making her feel uncomfortable. And the other two, yeah, they make me feel uncomfortable too. You know, they're like, yeah, yeah, let's let's vote him off. So then the women approach Janet. And Janet is, uh, um, she's a lifeguard. She's an older woman. She's like, I don't know, 50s, in her 50s. And she was told by the women how uncomfortable that um, Dan made them feel. And she was like, oh, no, you know, because she's, you know a friend to Dan but she at the same chance didn't want him to make the girls feel uncomfortable and she kind of felt that he's an old school guy he probably didn't realize what he was doing so she said you know um i'm i'm going to watch out for them and make sure that he doesn't do anything so when it came time to vote the girls blindsided Kim and voted her out and sent her home and what made this even worse is that the women admitted that they lied about Dan being touchy feely with them too. They lied about it just to take the target off themselves, and so they could um, vote him out. So after the vote, Janet was just like, "What the hell?" She goes, "She goes, she voted." because it was the right thing to do. She wasn't thinking about gameplay. She was thinking, you know, I'm standing up for what is right. So she voted with, you know, Kim to get Dan voted out. In fact, she was so upset that she spent the night, Janice spent the night uh, sleeping away from the tribe. She slept in kind of like a a sand dune or whatever. And um, she was upset that, you know, that... They were joking about it, that they were making it out as a joke. And she's like, you know, lives are destroyed if you're abused and lives can be destroyed if you're falsely accused. And she felt, hey, this is just way too powerful to be playing with. You know, you don't joke around with this. So at the next tribal council, Jeff Probst, who's the, you know, the host of the whole thing, you know, talked about the double crossing and the sexual harassment allegations. And Kim, who was on the jury kind of just sat there and watched silently. And um, they asked him, he asked him if he knew, you know, that the women on the show, you know, made him feel uncomfortable. And, you know, Dan, he kind of like... Kind of was like saying, you know, it, you know, she made it up and blah blah blah, you know, and the other girls were like blah blah blah, you know, we were joking around and you know it was it was just gameplay. We were just going along with Kim to get her out of here, and it was just shocking. And it became like a big thing, you know. I mean, this happened a few weeks ago, so you may have already heard everything that that that, that um, happened. By the way, the two girls, Elizabeth and and uh, Kelly, are. Gone. You know, so they, they got voted out, too. Janet's still there, but they're trying to get rid of Janet. I hope she stays. But Elizabeth and Kelly, you know, after the show episode, they uh, profusely apologized for what happened um, in a tweet. And, you know, they said, you know, they didn't realize all this was going on and how really upset Kim was. And I get it. You know, they didn't see Kim's private... um they call it confessional, where a person just goes off with a camera and, and kind of spills their guts. They never saw that, you know, and survivor, let's be honest, any kind of reality show there is editing, you know, creative editing, so i I get that, but the fact is that you still it doesn't matter if they even knew how upset Kim was or not, you don't joke about that if it's not true, it's not true. We tried as women so hard to make things like this be to be believed women to be believed and it's just it's you know situations like this it makes it so hard that it explains why you know 40 years ago you have you know the Anita Hill hearings and then 40 years later with the Kavanaugh hearings nothing changed you know still women still aren't believed because there's still women out there who are going to use sex as a weapon and as a way to get to where they want to go. And it's just wrong. And I get how women figure that's the only way I'm going to do it because I don't get the same opportunities as men. You know, it's a whole big, complicated issue. I get it. But to me, I think the, the thing that, if we just all just treat each other with respect, if men treated women with respect and, and vice versa, knock it off. You shouldn't do it. And you get labeled a bitch for coming forward and, and going against somebody that's affecting you a, a negative way. And, and just because you go up to someone and say, listen, you're touching me. It doesn't feel right. You're staring at me. You're standing too close. You're breathing in my ear. You're touching my hair. Knock it off. When you do stuff like that, you get labeled a bitch. And I know that for a fact it happened to me. I mean, I told this story before when I was in college. You know, I have big breasts. Uh, one of the, my classmates came up to me, asked if they were real, and then grabbed him, grabbed my boobs. And I, I can't remember if I slapped him or not, I, but I do remember yelling at him. And he walked away and he called me a bitch. And all the other classmates that were around and saw that happen, you know, they laughed at first. But when I got angry, they shut right up. And when I went back to class, it was just such a totally different environment. Nobody would talk to me. Nobody would look at me. And I dropped out of class. I I, I didn't finish the class. So there is, when you stand up, there is that backlash. And I get that. But we have to do it. Because if men need to realize, and I think this is also with family, when you're raising boys, you need to teach them to be respectful to women and... You need to be horrified as a mother if you find out your son is in a a fraternity and they're having, you know, strippers come to parties. You know, you should be horrified at that. You know, you should be horrified when you hear people sleeping with women, sleeping with prostitutes, paying women for money or, or, you know, giving money to strippers. You know, and I know everybody says it's their body. They can do what they want. But you know what? I bet you if they had money, if they won the lottery, I bet you they wouldn't be stripping for a living, you know. So we need to start respecting women we, we, and men. We need to respect each other. We need to, get to have kindness towards one another. We need to have empathy for each other. And I think if we start treating people as equal, I think it would be a lot better but i think men they just you know the thought of a woman in charge some men that's just no they'll never believe that women could be just as smart and just as good as they are and it's going to take time i guess i don't know i was watching an episode with uh Reese Witherspoon's called Shine On on Netflix and she was talking with Pink and they were taught they have children and they were talking about their their girls they have girls and they were talking about if Things were going to get better when they got older. And they're like, yeah, we think it will. And I'm like shaking my head. I don't know if it will because this has been an issue forever. Yeah, it's gotten better, but is it going to ever be equal? I don't know. I don't know if men will ever allow it to be that way because men are trained at birth that they're supposed to be the protector and they're supposed to be the The caregiver, and they're supposed to, you know, I take care of the children, and I take care of the wife, and I I get a roof over their head, and, you know, and I don't, I think that's really like old-fashioned thinking, even now in 2020, you know, I think a lot of relationships now are becoming partnerships, which I think is how it always should be, and if you can't agree on something, then there's compromise, you know, not like, okay, we don't agree, so I make the decision, no compromise. And hopefully we'll get there. And hopefully, hopefully women will be up there soon. We'll have a president woman, a woman president. I don't know. Is that going to happen? I don't know. I do hope so. Alanis Morissette. Do you know it's been 25 years since Jagged Little Pill came out. 25 years. I remember playing that CD over and over and over. It was, that song was one of my, my favorite. Right there, that song we just heard. But I just can't believe it's been 20. It goes by fast. Let me tell you, it goes by fast. But in celebration, of 25 years of Jagged Little Pill, she is going to go on a 31-day North American tour. Kicks off June 2nd in Portland, Oregon. And um, also she has a play based on that album, Jagged Little Pill, and it uh, debuted on Broadway uh, this week. And um, obviously features features the, the songs from the album and it is is written by the person that, um, wrote, uh, Juno and Thule. So if you're in New York, check it out. Um, I think it's on, I think it's playing at the Broadhurst theater. So check, I heard it's gotten good reviews. So, so if you want to see Alanis Morissette on her 25th anniversary tour, there's going to be, her guests are going to be garbage and Liz Farr will also be, um, appearing. Uh, Like I said, it starts June 2nd and ends July 25th in Nashville, Tennessee. And you can go to LiveNation.com. And I think they go on sale December 13th. So check out Alanis Morissette. Just thought you ought to know. Happy holidays. You know what? I've been seeing a lot of these memes going around, and I've seen a lot of uh, social media talking about, it's Merry Christmas. It's not happy holidays. Well, you know what? It's happy holidays, people. Okay? Get over yourself. We, you know, I celebrate Christmas, obviously, but we're not the only people in the freaking country that celebrate Christmas. There's other holidays. Some people don't even celebrate Christmas. You know, the Jewish community, they don't celebrate Christmas. Um, what's that religion? Um, Jehovah Witness, they don't celebrate Christmas. You know, so why are people being so arrogant and ignorant to sit around and force and make people think that Merry Christmas is the only way to go? That's, that's the only, that's it, that's it, nothing else. You know, we have America for a reason. It's to be able to preach and talk and say and 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 believe in whatever we want. That's what makes America great. We shouldn't go around forcing people to say Merry Christmas if you know if they don't celebrate it. I mean that's stupid. You know when I worked at Target, I worked at Target for like I don't know 11, 12 years, and I always said Happy Holidays. You know Target never made us do it. Target said whatever you want to say, say it. We don't care. But I always said Happy Holidays to to guests that I've talked to or helped, because I didn't know what they were, I didn't know what nationality they were, or what they believed in. You know why would I say Merry Christmas to somebody who was Jewish? That's just totally stupid. So I always said Happy Holidays because oh, there's somebody celebrating some kind of holiday in De- December doesn't necessarily mean it's Christmas. So you know what? I'm gonna say. Happy holidays. And, by the way, I'm taking a break. Uh, We'll be back June 3rd. Oh, June 3rd. January 3rd. Uh, You know, the holidays and everything, so I'm going to take a break. But uh, we'll have a new episode, God willing, June 3rd. Why do I keep saying June? January 3rd. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I'll keep posting motivational, inspirational stuff and, you know, family stuff, too. I hope. Everybody has a great holiday and a happy new year. And most of all, don't ever forget, always remember to embrace your voice. See you, bye. Happy holiday. You can find Cheripee with Sherry Todd in your iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or other favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.